Hello, welcome back to Under the Parki. I'm Tahu. And I'm Anatola. And today we have a beautiful guest with us today. And we are talking about the experiences of a Tongan person, a Pacifica person during the 70s and the 80s. Mm. And I'm so excited because I happen to know and love this guest, but I'm going to throw it to her to introduce herself. Do I just speak to you guys? Yeah, you probably yeah. will. Okay, yeah. well. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, everybody. My name's Maata Lavulo. And um, yeah, um, I'll be talking to you guys, I guess, about my experience um, growing up uh, here in Auckland during the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And for those who don't know, this actually happens to be my auntie. So um, I just love you so much. So <laughs> I'm so excited you're here and get to talk to Tahu and I. So yes. yes. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, I feel privileged and can't <laughs> wait. But we have to start with our game. It's an yeah. icebreaker. All so right. it's yeah. called Ye Na Na Ye. So you get to choose if you're in the Ye Na, which is no, or the Na Ye, which is yes. Goodbye? Yep. Yeah. All right. Watching Christmas movies, not during the festive season. Throughout the year. Yeah. Throughout the year. Is it okay to be watching Elf in June? I know my answer. <laughs> I know my answer. Na Ye. <laughs> I, only because I, I think, you know, um, Christmas, the, the, you can't just um, capture it for one month or one day. It, one, it's just not enough. So I think, you know, throughout the year is amazing. That's me personally. Yes! I'm with you. I'm a Naya. I think I love like Home Alone, mm. Elf, The Grinch. Like, it's, they're just epic movies. They're mm. just classics. And I think like any anything that brings you joy, it should be celebrated throughout the year. No. <laughs> no. no. Christmas is for December and not even December. It's for like the 20th to the 26th max. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate watching because I get so um, like, Oh my God, Christmas, here we go. <laughs> and then there's not Christmas around yeah. the corner if you're watching it in June. Are your family hearty about Christmas? We were when I was younger. Yeah. And now we don't even put Christmas trees up. Really? Yeah, yeah. it's quite a sad sign of ours. Yeah. yeah, well, it's because mum and dad do the, well, are you going to pick it up? Yeah. And right. there's fine, like I go over to my cousins and stuff, their Christmas tree is still up today. Still up. Oh, yeah. oh. Nice, there you go. Our family are big on Christmas. Yeah. Like right. my Atta has like two trees yes. and it's up to like you do not have two trees. <laughs> <laughs> we had three one year. Yes, you did have three yeah, one we year. Did. And then, yeah, it's come to two now. My daughter's getting older, so I think she just think prefer just one at the moment yeah not so many but yeah 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 no I, I think it's the the season not mm. so much the day uh, for me that is yeah um if you can have that throughout from January to December amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's the giving it's the We can take all the time. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, today we're talking about your experiences as being a Tongan person, a Pacifica person, right, Polynesian right. person during the yeah. 70s and 80s. Yeah. What? When did you come? What was your migration story? And tell us a bit about that. Okay. So. <clears throat> I, I never really talk about our migration story only because it sounds pretty 
how would you say it like these days, I guess privileged. Um, so when we came to New Zealand, we came on a holiday. It was a six month holiday. Because <laughs> my dad um, used to teach in, in Tonga and it was, um, and he retired. So um, he wanted to go to Australia, but my mum, she had relatives here in New Zealand, that's why we came here. So, um, so, so for us, that's, that's why, we, you know, why we ended up here in New Zealand. Um, but we, um, when we got here, my dad, like we were on holiday and he sent us to school. I mean, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> but a teacher. Yes, your feet now <laughs> does that. Does that. Yeah. yeah, so he, so he put us into uh, the local primary school that, where we stayed. And he, of course, went and talked to the teachers and looked at the curriculum and all that. And he thought, look, you know, New Zealand's is bounds ahead with education. And for my kids, I want to give them that. So, you know, he went through and did all that paperwork and stuff. And, you know, b being a child growing up, you don't really know much about um, what happened through, you know, not having a valid visa or mm. living permanently in New Zealand and, mm. and all that kind of stuff until, you know, it comes to you, you know, it comes to you. Um, so, uh, so maybe eight, nine, um, my, my dad used to be involved in a lot of the community stuff back in the day. So he would go to meetings and he would, he wouldn't tell mom, I, I don't know why, <laughs> or the boys, it was always me. So he would tell me, you know, Martha, this is where you'd find all your our passports and stuff. If anybody comes here, um, this is, you need to show them this, wow. you know. And so from being an eight-year-old thinking, oh, okay, you know, yeah. I, I've got to do this. So we lived, um, my mom, she, her um, cousin owned a few properties in Auckland and um, we stayed in one of the properties and um, it was used sort of like a, um, what would you call it, like a... Um, it's like a transition house, really. Yeah, yeah, but but a lot of workers would come from Tonga. So you know how they do yeah. the the picking of fruits and that kind of stuff yeah. now. Um, my mum's um, cousin did that back in the day, but they came and worked in factories. So yeah, so <clears throat> it was like a boarding house. Right. Of, yeah. So one night, Dad wasn't home, and we were watching TV and stuff. And then there was a knock at the door. We had family over, so we had relatives and stuff over. And um, the, there was a knock at the door and, and these people came in. So <clears throat> all I remember is that they were dressed in drench coats and they were balangi. Mm. And, um, and I remember um, them saying something to do with probably passports mm. and that. And I'm thinking, ah, what dad said. So I went, so I went and grabbed our staff and my mum and my two brothers are behind her are behind me and I show them you know our stuff and then they shook our hands and they go welcome to New Zealand you know and I'm thinking whoa okay <laughs> you know it sort of meant nothing you know yeah. you, as a child you just think oh okay so it wasn't until years later that I realized that it was called dawn raids yeah. and these people were coming to ask us to make sure we should be in the country and the interesting thing was our home, you know, as I said, it was like a boarding house, but it was mostly Tongans that lived there. So it was strange that they would come to that property. Why uh, that property, you know? And there were other people. So <clears throat> our neighbours, 
um, that we had some Yugoslavian people that lived next door across the road were um, Maldives, down the road were Samoans and so you know it's a, a quite a ethnic diverse area where we stayed um, but they just came to that address and yeah so that, that was an experience as a child as I got older you know I understood what happened mm. and but I always remember that shook of the hand and saying welcome to New Zealand let's go happened Poro. a few times right yeah yeah it wasn't just one time and it happened you know a few times and and the things that that I sort of recall in in different parts was um there'll be times where dogs were there but mm. I, I didn't hear anything and it wasn't until I realized that they had muzzled the, them, yeah. you know, so they would only take the off if people ran or, or whatever. But I've, I watch people getting taken away. My mum, she tried really hard to protect us <laughs> from, from it. But, you know, as children, yeah. she'll go, go to sleep and you're out yeah, <laughs> yeah. looking through the window going, oh, auntie and so-and-so has been, you know, there in the car. Oh, but, you know, you kind of, and those memories kind of stays with you. Yeah. It never really um, sort of leaves you and stuff. And, um, Were you English speaking when you first come? Yeah. Oh, you know, because how far? Because <laughs> you know how dad is a teacher. So we could converse quite, right. but we all, me, I, I'm sure me and my, so my younger brother, he was four. My older brother was eight. So I think me and my older brother, we thought in Tongan and spoke mm. in English. Yeah. But as, as the years went by, we started thinking in English and speaking and, and uh, thinking, uh, yeah, and, and, and not so much in Tongan anymore. Yeah. So your mindset changes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, it was very important for my dad that we never lose our language. He mm. said, that's who you are. You cannot ever not know how to speak Tongan because yeah. you feel your Tonganness by mm. hand. So me and my older brother, we, we speak fluently and, and that, uh, and I told us that. <laughs> Oh, he's, he's different. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, he can understand. But I think my, um, uh, Martha's youngest brother is my dad. He is, um, I think, a perfect example of, of what a, um, a young Tongan man experienced during that time mm. and grew up at Tongan but very disconnected from, yeah. from the culture and, um, uh, and latched himself to, to other forms of culture um, that made more sense to him. In the diaspora, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was different. At the, the area we live now, I mean, we've been there for all those years, our family home. So dad, you know, bought a home in the late 70s when homes were so affordable back yeah. then. But even back then, you know, people weren't getting paid that much. Mm. But um, yeah, so the house has been in the family since. And of course now it's worth, you know, yeah ridiculous amounts of money but um but yeah that's that's that that was our father and, and and instilling in us all that but growing up you as a child you don't see color you you never see color yeah. but it's interesting because my first friend you know she's Balangi yeah. beautiful family and um I remember her inviting me to her birthday yeah. and this other friend of hers took exception to me being there yeah. but remember when you're a child you just think they don't like you because you know for whatever it's not until you're older that you reflect back and you realize oh, I was really because I was the only brown kid there yeah. <laughs> and I look you know, different and I look different and all yeah. that but but her mom she was totally amazing I remember her 
saying to him, if you don't like it here, you can always go home, that, that I was her daughter's guest and she, I'm staying and that was it. You know, so it's it's things like that. You kind of you kind of remember back, and mm. you think, ah, that might have been a reason why. You know, but um, but yeah. So, um, growing through, I I, I remember uh, th there's a time um, as as you you know being a Pacifica and growing up in Auckland, sometimes you feel really displaced. Mm. You don't fit into the Tongan community as such, because to them you're not really fully Tongan you can't relate to how they grew up in Tonga, in Tonga. and you can't fit in to the environment you're in because you're not the right color of the majority oh. so sometimes you feel really displaced you don't know where you belong and then <clears throat> it's all the other people that have journeyed have the same journey as you you kind of all um migrate towards each other because you've all had the same experiences and um it's quite interesting because uh, later on, and in, in, as I got older, and I remember going shopping, and um, so if I walked into a shop, I always felt like, you know, the shopkeeper was following me, or mm. someone was always looking at me, or you know, all that. And you're thinking, gosh, you know. And then it got to a point where it really annoyed me because mm. it's like I'm coming in here to to get something. So what I would do, so what I did then was I'd never take a bag into a shop. So to this day, mm. I always hold my wallet. Yeah. So as you can see, I walked in with just my phone because yeah, <laughs> yeah. now I have a card in there. But I never take my bag and it was for that reason that people always looked at me mm. like, is she here to take something or yeah. buy something? And, used to, and I used to think, so then I would look at a way of how can I avoid yeah. I hated those looks, you know, yeah. thinking, you don't know how much I've got in my bag or yeah. my wallet or whatever. And you think, nah, to, 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 to not have that look, you know, towards me, I'm just going to take my, so that's what I do. So to this day, I just take my wallet or I take my phone, it's yeah. got my cards in it. And it's because of that, you yeah. know, avoidance of the scrutiny maybe, or that the, just, the, yeah, I couldn't. Like even going to Kmart and going <clears throat> self-service. Oh. Um, one of my Pākehā mates was asking um, if, like, I've experienced experience racism at shops and stuff. I was like, every day. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, I literally, at all the self-services, I asked him, why do you get your receipt? Yeah, and I was like, because I get it to show the storeman at the front. Yeah. To yeah, prove. I, I always look. take the receipt. Yeah. You know to take the receipt if you're Māori or if you're Pacifica. Yeah. Because yeah. you know you're the person getting asked what's in your bag. I get right. so anxious. I always have my yeah. receipt in my hand and I'm like, and I'm trying like to show almost you. ready yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> take it. Yeah, <laughs> Don't look at me, just take it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it's drilled yeah. into us. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. that's how you should act and that's how you should fear. Yeah. yeah. But isn't that wicked though, mm. that we live in an, an environment where we're looking at ways of trying to protect ourselves? Yeah. My my daughter, who's fifteen but she had that experience for the first time, but it wasn't, you know, it was really asking her for, for her receipt. Mm. And she had other bags and she goes, you know, mom, if you were there, it wouldn't have happened. And then I went, why? Because you would have said, why? Did you ask those other people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, so I, I said to her, well, you've just got to be quite vocal about it. Mm. Don't get angry, just stay clear of mind and just- I hope for the day where we don't have to experience it. 
where we don't feel the anxiousness about having to prove like who are we proving it to like you know i i Mm. it's amazing that we um are people that are able to protect ourselves like i love that for us but i hope one day it's not just about survival yeah Yeah. it's out of survival right it's not out of because we're thriving it's like it's protecting even for you to have to do that you know thinking of keeping your receipt all the Mm. time you know so yeah it's yeah. coping mechanisms that we come up with. Yeah, because yeah. I'd rather not deal with the what's in your bag. That's right. And then boom, here I come. Yeah. And see yeah. red. Fiery. Yeah. Let's do <laughs> come it then. Through, like, yeah. yeah. Try me on my land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try me on my <laughs> land. <laughs> yes. It's Absolutely. Instant. It's like yeah, and I think it's just like all of us with people think that everyone's just fighters but yeah the fighters no. at the bottom of all the options yeah, yeah absolutely we start with love then we come to compassion then we try and make a solution and then if you want to go everyone can see oh, red. We go. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah which yeah, is no. sad that uh, so that sad. has to come out yeah. yeah and it's not often we we're offering that as the first option yeah <sighs> Yeah. I hate it. I hate. Every time we have these yeah. talks, we're like, oh, this yeah. sucks so bad. You know, you, you mentioned obviously like the police with the trench coats. Um, that's quite a scary image. That's a scary mm. image oh, for a, a child. Coming in your house. So that that would and, and so you know then later on in years you know that I mean then I realised that we could have asked them you know that you could have, did they have a warrant mm. to search did they have even a right to come in yeah. but I don't know they all I know is they would just walk in and expect you to hand over show that you you know valid and some people like obviously that's not you your experiences are what you've shared but some people really were like boom through the door yeah in the morning like dawn of like literally sleeping and those were some of the experiences those times they did come we we were asleep yeah yeah it wasn't like because i was always in my pjs i just remember always you know, we were always in our 90s or, you know, you mm. were in your PJs and that. So it would have been... How scary. Yeah. It, it, that's the thing, though. I remember, um, you know, having this... So so I think it was... I don't know if it was because of that, but in my teenage years, I used to think, right, that's it. I'm going to be a cop. When I leave, right. I'm going to be a police officer. I'm going to be in there and, and try and, yeah. you know, make a difference and that. But then dad didn't let me go. No, he was pretty adamant on that. Do you think you trust police? I don't think I, nah. Because of the that memory, I, yeah. I sort of saw, and, and I thought that if I went in, it would, I would build that trust. Yeah. But it was more personal. Mm. But no, I, I don't think I did. I, I, I Yeah, there's always that. Um, you, you kind of think, oh, well, they're authority, they're there to look, to make sure you're okay. And mm. then I remembered what happened. I thought, oh, nah, mm. they might be there for those people, but not for me, yeah. you know? So then you kind of stop, you know, there's always that block that, yeah, I think it's a, um, I see, I think it's for protection, I, I think, you know, as a, an, as a person, you always try and you think, yeah, they're there for everybody, but then there's always that niggly thing. Yeah. Oh, but are they really? Yeah. <laughs> are they there for you? Are they That's there for it. us? Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and then Which you, I know they're, they're not. not. Yeah. They're yeah. not. And yeah. even when they're Māori and Pacifica, they're still a part of this machine. They're the last people I think about calling in yeah. times of worry. Me too. In times yeah. of issue, you know? 
which is sad. It is. It's 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 your dial the the, the go to phone is your relatives first. Yes. Yeah. You know, so, who, who my dad, know, uncle, your, cousin, dad, <laughs> brother, brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyone, <laughs> and then one more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The all the context yeah. 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 Literally. Go, oh, maybe I'll call them. Yeah. yeah. And when I used to tell my Pakia friends that I would always call my dad first, they'd be like, "But why wouldn't you call the police? They're safe." And I'm like. To you. Yeah. To you, they're safe. And yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. But that's not the same experience. I remember I went to this um, this uh, Dawn Raids um, exhibition in Otara, mm. and um, they had these two cops there. One was Samoan, one was Tongan. And they were saying that they felt so torn during that time, like during mm. the 70s and 80s. They just, they were like, they didn't know. And they were utilised in a way that was so, like, just put them in there and they'll get them out. But they would go to these houses during like the dawn raids and because they would give, be given a microphone and they'd be like, just talk to them, tell them to like come out or like whatever it was. Mm. So they would speak in Tongan or Samoan to be like, go this way, we're not we're coming this way. So you could no. jump the fence and run down yeah. the road and our cars are on this road, so go on this road. And like even like the Tongan cop was saying, he'd be, he'd be taken to a Fijian house or a Samoan house. Um, and they'll be like, speak to them. And they're like, I don't speak Samoan yeah. or Fijian. And they're like, yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just wild how like yeah. that during that time. And like, I know that they were sharing stories during that beautiful exhibition um, that there were Maori being stopped yeah. and Maori being raided and Maori mm. kids being stopped and be like, where's your passport? And Maori kids Ponsonby. being like, I'm Maori. Yeah. They yeah. Yeah. They'd be walking to the pub and they'll ask, you know, stop them and they'll be going, I'm Done it to Where's your passport? Yeah, and they stole the their passport. No, yeah. yes, they did. They, yeah. were, they were traveling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Home. yeah. <laughs> they didn't need to go anywhere else. Yeah, unless of course they were traveling. Yeah. you know, or had traveled. But it's yeah, just it was craziness. And another and it's like, you know the other thing is it's not that long ago. It's yeah. 2022, and it's not that long ago. And yeah, 2023, Martha. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> of course. But um. It's not that long ago, and yet people, you know, just think it never happened. Mm. You know, some people just, oh no, that would never happen in New Zealand. Mm. You know, no, no people would know they weren't treated like that. But if you look at some of the footages back in the seventies and that, and how people were, you know, the government and how they called, you know, the names of the units, yeah. I was like, going, oh my life. They used to call like the N word. And they would put it on publishing and they would yep. say horrible things. Brownies. Brownie, all the horrible things. Yeah. Yeah. All just Ridiculous. grouped in. Yeah. yeah. All grouped into one. And I think like people don't realise that's trauma. Mm. That's like that's trauma and that builds a distrust for a government. I, I don't like today how they try and um market police. It's like they're trying to rebuild trust, which yeah. is cool. Um but they use Māori and like diverse police people on the come and join yeah, yeah. on ads and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, I'll see one brown police officer out of ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, that is not the reality. That you guys would only have Māori and no. things. I think also it's the culture of mm. their organisation mm. um, because it's all good and well having them there, but do they actually hear and see, you know? me as Pacifica, mm. or do they just see, oh, it's another islander that broke the mm. thing. That's another interesting thing. So at work, <clears throat> there was sometimes I had to go and um, produce evidence at court for, for, for stuff. So I would turn up and uh, they, they, they're called the court workers there. Mm -hmm. They're usually middle-aged white women and yeah. men and that. 
What are you and they, for? They would t- they'd just beeline straight to me. So I'm sitting there with two of my colleagues who are both white, and they came straight to me and they go, oh, look, dear, you have to go and get a lawyer first. <laughs> These two are sitting, and yeah. I was going, why don't you ask them for some <laughs> lawyers too? And those two are ex-police, and they're laughing. I go, don't laugh. See my reality? Mm. You know, they come straight to me. And she, she doesn't know how to take it because we're all, you know, like, well, by this time, these two are laughing their heads off, and I'm sitting there going, far out, man. It's because I'm brown, you've come straight to me. Yeah. And she goes, well, dear, you, you need a lawyer first, I think. So, and it happened a few times. I would go and ask a lawyer on duty and I'd go, excuse me, do you know where courtroom blies? Oh, look, I don't know when your case is. Go and find it. Your name should be on yeah. I'm like, going, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Yeah, and then just walk away and call, hey, guys, where are you? Yeah. No one seems to want to help. Or they just automatically think yeah. you're there as... You know. Isn't that wild that that's how they actually treat people going through the court system? Yeah. That they don't deserve that treatment. No one deserves no. to be spoken to like that, mm. no matter yeah. what. Some people. I can't even do that. Um, but as a whole, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You have to meet people with compassion. And then. Because you just don't know. No, well, that's it. Well, that's it. Then I remember one time they said to me, Oh, Martha, you have to go to a case all the way down in the South Island, like in some, you know, little place. I went, no, there is no way I'm going. Yeah. Because you know what? I'll be like a novelty there and they yeah. might not let me come back home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like going, oh, come on. Come. No, I'm not going. And then they never went. I said, you get someone else, get someone white to go. <laughs> yeah, because that's going. the actual truth. That's it's scary in those mm. places. I... I like I'm scared of, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. of going have to those places. Yeah, I have, I have, but I stay pretty close to the cities. Yeah. Even like, it's pretty amazing when you see another brown person oh. in those places. Yeah, like they just instant eyes light up. We're like, like oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> we're in this together. Yeah. Like, You're safe. I'm safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's that acknowledgement. Yeah, brown people acknowledgement. It's so. What a weird thing to have in our own country, eh? Yeah, we're, it is. We're the minority. Yeah. How? How? And yeah. uh, like even for those things where you're in the court and they assume you're the mm. um, person who's there to be seen, um, our statistics say you're the person there. That's right. Eh? Um, mm. Like 80% brown in prison? Yeah, I think Māori yeah. must speak up. Yeah. And, and it's just the, not even a, you know, not without a beat, without a beat. Yeah. Oh, you go there. I'm like, what? And the other two, they just, so I said to them, you know, I hope you saw that because that's my reality, whether I'm here in court, out there, in the yeah. shop, whatever. They were going far out. They were going, now nah, you just have criminal written on <laughs> But see, this is my, this is my thing though, right? Like when Balangi and Pakia, however you want to call them, when they laugh at stuff like that, I'm like, Wait for me to laugh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wait for me it's to laugh. Yeah, and I find yeah, it funny. Yeah. If I'm sitting there crying, then you yeah. cry with me. You yeah. don't laugh. You know what I mean? It's like I, engaged I think, by the people. I think at first they laughed because they were just so nervous. They didn't yeah. know whether to laugh or cry, you know, because they were yeah. like going, what? You know, we're all sitting there straight yeah. to me. But yeah, I've, there's some interesting things that's happened. Like we were um, catching a cab one time. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy... He just wanted to let it, let it go away. Where are you from? Um, Auckland? No, but where's your parents from? Mm, Auckland? 
no, where are they really from? Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I hate Instead of that. just saying, you know, what's your ethnicity? Yeah. You know what? Instead of just saying that. What's your culture? Yeah, yeah. what's your culture? Yeah. You know, instead of going, where are you from? Yeah. It's such a gross question. I was really guilty of doing that um, oh, really? with Māori. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like when I'm like, where are you from? When they say, Auckland. No, but I'm like, yeah. no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, but, but not understanding. But at the same Māori, time, yeah. not understanding that sometimes it's hurtful for them because they don't know their fuck about. Oh. Yeah, so that was something that I had to learn. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was like, when I was little and being, if anybody asked, if I was living in Hamilton, I wasn't from Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't understand what people would be like, I'd be like, where are you from? And they'd be like, oh, Hamilton. I'd be like, the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, no sure? Maori's from Hamilton. <laughs> 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 no yeah, Hamilton. yeah, yeah. You'd be this iwi, you're that iwi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was something I had to really get used to. You know what? When yeah. when Maori or other bus figure people of colour ask me that, I know what they're asking. I think it, it comes from mean. grace yeah. and love, yeah, and I know right. there's no like intent to hurt. But yeah. when Pakia asked me like, where are you really from? They often like exoticize. I don't know if that's a word. I'm making it up. No. <laughs> cool word. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, they exoticize like people who are brown or like ambiguous. They're like, yeah. I can't pick you. Like, where do you yeah. belong? And so. Did you notice how they always go to Europe? Are you European? Yeah. Are you oh, Italian? Yeah, they just or, mm. or they like they just they 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 either do that side or they make you like a villainize you and and to mm. being something that is associated to being that. And I think that's that. A experience for Afakasi kids. Mm. That's an experience for kids who come from like a mixed background and heritage is that we often get like fetishized a lot of the time. Like the amount of Pakia girlfriends I had that like, I want to have a brown boyfriend. Yeah. So my kids come out like light brown, chocolate, yeah, chocolate yeah. but like the right type of brown. Yeah, Not, caramel. Yeah, mm, like yeah. you know, and that, that, that that's gross. Yeah. 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 It's so fuzzy because like, Pakia, you don't know where you're from. Yeah, you don't know anything. Yeah, like, uh, do you know what is a weird word for me? What? Like, I've been overseas and they've been, oh, you're Kiwi. But like, the fuck's a Kiwi? Me, I'm animal. I'm Maori, yeah. I'm not a bird. I'm not a bird. I don't like people like, calling themselves Kiwi. You're from Aotearoa yeah. or you're Maori mm. or you're, you know? Yeah. Like, you're not so Kiwi. So we're from New Zealand, yeah. yeah. From Aotearoa, absolutely. And I think that's just like a, a placeholder name that Pākehā have adapted to make them feel yeah. Like this is their, their identity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, most of the time they don't know their ancestral links. No. Yeah, and I like yeah, it'd be interesting to ask that person back. Oh, where are you from? Yeah, yeah, and then oh, well, my grandparents come from England, and then them, and then yeah. were they Scandinavian on top of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then where did they come from? Yeah, where are they really from? Yeah, yeah. who were the slave traders? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just carries on and it on. Does. Yeah. There you go. You came. The, the other thing is when, you know, I've met some Pākehā who have said, I'm from here, I'm that they're almost like indigenous, like Māori. And I was going to them, you can never be indigenous. You came on the endeavour. Yeah. You know, they came on a canoe for <laughs> yeah. years yeah. before you did. Endeavourness. Yeah. Endeavourness. So how yeah. could you be, you know, but somehow there's just. Again, there's some people that have just that block. You yeah. know, they can't get past, you know, thinking yeah. that they have that right. Well, because they bought that land. It's yeah. theirs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a claiming thing. Yeah, yeah it's an yeah. ownership thing. Yeah. I it's, guess it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think um, there's there's a, a crucial but difference between Pākehā and Indigenous. Mm. And it's that we praise the tile, we praise the environment, and we're put here as servants to the environment. 
where mm. man is the is the um, blessing in Pākehā society. World, yeah. mm. They're the power. They're the reason. The centre. Yeah, they're mm. the reason that there's a being around them. So they put themselves above the whenua. We praise, you know, the whenua, the water, mm. the mm. moana, and they, they put themselves at the top of that triangle. That's right. you yeah. Know? yeah. So that's where... And they, they associate materialistic stuff, stuff to it, whereas yeah. Māori don't. Yeah. You know, they associate how the land has lasted over yeah. how many years they've been here. Yeah. The, yeah. I was I was on a Zoom last night, actually, and um, as, as for this Māori kaupapa coming up, and we had a whole discussion around, is this the right time to have this wānanga? Because it oh. seems like the world's telling us, slow down. Like It's yeah. like trying to reclaim, with, you know, all the floods. That's like yeah. saying, what are you up to? Take a yeah. step back. Yeah. Um, what have you done? Listen. Listen. Yeah, yeah, what have what you, you done? done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't claim for my people. To, you know, um, another thing that is, this has gone way off topic. That's fine. Yeah. But <laughs> this is what Māori, we do, this is what happens. Māori as a people, we, um, we like to, what's your one? Exoticise yeah. our tupuna. That yeah. they were these perfect people as well. Mm. And we talk about like us putting the tile in environment first, but we killed off many of um, species. The more, where's the more? We mm. ate the more. Mm. So it's not like we've always been perfect at looking after our environment. Mm. And that's where I always say, well, look, well, now we're here, we can learn from those things and we mm. should learn. Because it seems like we're just doing it again. We should always be learning. Yeah. yeah. We should always be doing better than yeah. those yeah. before. Yeah. And yeah. those before them and those before them. Yeah. 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 I think it's like you look at your your tupuna, your ancestors, your tupuanga, as like, as like they lived. Yeah. And they yeah. were humans and they made mistakes. Like, yeah. I'm making mistakes today. Yeah. And I think like when you humanise that, you see them so much more and you can have two things true at the same time. They made That's bad right. mistakes and sometimes they make great ones. Like, it. All yeah. of it is, is... They got you here. They got yeah. you here. That's right. And you're, ex mm. you're an extension of them. Mm. And that's... And that's, yeah. That's fine. It's beautiful yeah, but too, I think yeah. it's the learning, eh? And, and, and improving from it and, and moving forward. Yeah. How was... I have a question. How was practising Tongan culture in Aotearoa? Ah, yes. Okay. Um, this is personal. But personally, my, my take on it. When I grew up... <laughs> So I was brought up very uh, Tongan in New Zealand. Mm. So um, that means that everywhere where I went as a teenager, I had a chaperone. I wasn't allowed to go out with anyone. No boyfriend ever. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? With <laughs> 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 the cameras, no boyfriend. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then, you know, so there was also the expectation of... Um, um, having to be, yeah, to, to be able to do, um, you know, the tawarungas, dances and stuff like that. So when I grew up with my brothers, they were really, I always looked at them for, man, I wish I was a guy because I wish I was a boy because they can do anything. Mm. They go out with their friends. They go out on weekends and never come back for weekends, mm. <laughs> you know, and they were just free to do stuff. And I, I wasn't, I was always with my parents. Um, but looking back now, I'm thankful for that because I understand a lot of our culture and customs because of that. Um, uh, so, yeah, so it was different in the sense that, so I wasn't allowed to ride a bicycle. So I, to this day, don't know how to ride a bicycle. Neither do I. Nor did, yeah, none of I. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, so. Have you got a car out there? Yeah. So we went from just jogging to driving. Yeah. No, no cycling anymore. Yeah. I skateboarded. Right. <laughs> yeah, skateboarded for a bit, but yeah. So, um, so I think if it and, and the other thing was I was never allowed to go and sleep at my friend's house. Mm. Um, so no sleepovers stuff. Mm. So I was only allowed to sleep at my aunt's house and home, and that was it. As a girl, my brothers, they can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can do whatever. So I used to envy them growing up, you know, as teenagers and stuff. But yeah. So in our family, um, I'm probably the only one that's married a Tongan. Really? Yeah. And now, so my brothers um, both are married. Um, my oldest brother married a Cantabrian. My dad, Cantabrian. my Cant of Balangi. We've got like a firm rule oh, in our whanau. No deal. That no is deal. like no crusaders around here. Only you're only allowed to marry Maori. It's like a racist. Yeah, don't you dare not, racist, not marry good. Maori. Do you know what? Um, I had a friend who was Maori, and his father, you know, it was a thing for them. They had to marry Maori. Yeah. And you know, and so we used to talk about it, and I was going, "Man, your dad's like my dad. You know, have to marry a Tongan and yeah. stuff. Blah blah." And he goes, really? And I said, yeah. It's, I said, I don't think it's a racist thing. I think it's just what they believed the old people back in the day. I think it's a, I don't know. Preserving yeah, culture. that's it. Yeah. That's preserving it. Culture. Yeah. Yeah. And for us, it was real. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing back real. Yeah. 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 So, and then our adopted sister, who's also married With to a Tongan. Tongan. Yeah. But then their kids have all married mixed. They're all mixed. Yeah, eh? except for yeah. one. Except for one. Oh. And they don't have any kids. Eh? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, so our family's... Don't worry, I'm marrying a Tongan. Yeah. Tongan men. Yeah, yeah. You've got a whole year to find my friends. one down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then your kids could be first gen. <laughs> first gen. First gen. <laughs> <laughs> migration. First gen migration. We've only speaking Tongan in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know yeah. the dance, um, Tongan dance, this is just a random fun fact since we're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only dance in all of Polynesian culture, really, where there's, it's so graceful and there's no um, clown. You just don't use clowns as a as a fun thing. It's like a, oh. Yeah, oh, right, yeah, like for us, we have a thing called a hako and we send them out to be cheeky and yeah. do all oh, those things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and use the only one I've ever watched. I don't know if this is true. Mm. But I've noticed when I've watched and I was like, that's so graceful and lovely and yeah. nobody else is being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, when it comes to favour, yeah. so favour would be uh, said if it's like, a, you know, like more than one person performing. But yeah, yeah, they, they just, it's full on performance and, and, and no um, thing. And then it's just like the Taolunga, that thing. But you know, the Taolunga is really someone yeah. <laughs> that, that yeah. Tongans adopted to, to yeah, for, for the dance. But um, it's usually young girls that do it. Um, when it comes to Ma'ulu'ulu and Blakalaka and all that, it can be uh, people that are married or young or whatever. But a Taolunga is only for single just for, young girls. Just for oh. young girls, yeah, single young the girls. The oil is what we call Lolotonga. Yeah, just what shines. But what they, you oil? know, like coconut oil. oil. Yeah. yeah, but they yeah. sort of use baby oil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> coconut oil. Yeah. yeah, some people yeah. do use, and but some people use Vaseline, but we won't go there. But yeah, yeah, yeah some it's, people use yeah coconut oil. Yeah, coconut oil is. Uh, Have yeah. you found it hard to keep those traditions in your family? Um, well, no, you married Tongan, eh? Yeah, yeah, and a hearty oh. Tongan. 
Oh, he's tonging through and through. He's Probably. like the encyclopedia. Tom yeah, encyclopedia. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, whenever, because even though, you know, I was brought up with it, I there are things that, you know, I, I don't really know. And my husband's usually I'll go to and go, hey, what's this then? You know, so yeah, he's pretty good at that. Our daughter, um, she speaks fluent Tongan mm. and, and also English and that, but the the difficulty for us is instilling that um, because of the environment that she's in. The Tongan values, yeah. the clash of Western values. Because she she can't understand. She goes, oh, I don't really like Tongan, this Tongan, that Tongan. You know, whenever we talk about it, okay, oh, that's so boring and blah, blah, blah. She's a teenager, so it's yeah. really difficult to... Yeah. That's that's the hard thing that I could see for, for us oh. with, with her. Um, you know, and, and sometimes I reflect back and think, but then, of course, my upbringing was different to how I'm bringing mm. up my daughter. So, yeah. I, I um, What I love most about, so my uncle Martha's husband is, he is an active participant in preserving Tongan culture while mm. respecting Maori culture in Aotearoa. Mm. Um, and I think he respects culture in general because yeah. he's so proud to be Tongan, so he's so willing to learn about other cultures, especially yeah. Māori and Pacifica culture. He's like an encyclopedia of history for Tongan culture in particular. But I remember he would he taught me one time about a value system we have, which I think is really beautiful, and it's called Whaikawe Gola, yeah. right? Do you want to share a little bit about that? Um, yeah, so what was that? <laughs> <laughs> so my uncle taught me. So Whaikawe Gola is basically a value system, and I... When I heard, first heard it, I thought it was pillars. But what he says is that these all weave together to kind of show that we're also interconnected, mm. which I think is a very indigenous framework, which I don't think a lot of diasporic Tongans know about. And mm. so there's the values of Faka Apa Apa, which is respect, Tauhiva, which mm -hmm. is, um, well, he says gratitude, but it's so much more. Mm. Like English words, as you know, can never encompass yeah, the weight and the richness yeah. of, of the word. There's um, Anga Whakatoki Lalo, which is humility. Um, and then there is um, offer, love. Love. Yeah. 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 And I, I like the way he often talks about these value systems. Um, it, it's so entrenched in who we are. And like yeah. the way he speaks and the way he interacts with people and the way that you do too, it's it's like you understand it so heavily and it's like it gets carried with you everywhere. Mm. And um, I know for myself, like being Tongan, but also having a mum that isn't Tongan, you kind of go through this identity of like, who am I? And I think I latched on to being Tongan because it made so much sense to me. Um, mm. And the richness of culture is so preserved in such a beautiful way, even mm. in the diaspora. Yeah. Um, but I love the concept of Faka Apa Apa and Anga Faka Toki Lala, which is humility, because I think even to our detriment, it can be harmful sometimes. But I feel like Tongans have this type of humility that is just so beautiful and um, really respectful of, of space between oh. relationships and people. Mm. And um, the way mm. you hold yourself is really stunning. And I love that um, although we are talking about something really traumatic for Pasifika and Tongan people um, and Māori as well, I think fundamentally what it's come down to is like to know your history, to know your culture, yeah. to be curious about your culture, to like want to learn about your language. And, you know, sitting here with Tahu, like he uses like Fakatoki and like all these beautiful things of knowing his language oh. and, and all this stuff. And he's just Māori. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's so beautiful to be around and like, I think fundamentally that's what I'm getting out of this conversation is like 
know all of this stuff, but don't let that define you being proud mm. of yes. being Tongan or being That's Samoan, it. being mm. Fijian, being Kiribati, being whatever, whatever mm. the list goes by, being Maori. All of this is like, it's beautiful culture to learn about mm -hmm. and yeah. beautiful history that we can feel pain about, but it not like define us. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like a mat, the, yeah. the, the four, it just weaves yeah. into who you are. Into, into who you are, yeah. And that, and that what's what makes you you, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, we, yeah, my husband, yeah, he did te reo in at Auckland University, so he speaks Māori, you know, he <laughs> was like, you'll have conversations <laughs> like down the road, you'll have conversations with people, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's so, so interesting. Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, he always has a lot of, um, you know, there were times, so you know, growing up in the 80s, and they, you know, they were Pacifica were trying to sort of. Um, identify or I, I suppose uh, um, make themselves part of you know the journey in New Zealand mm -hmm. but there was always you know my husband and I were, were from that um, from that, in, that environment or, or I suppose from where we grew that it, there has to be you know Balangis have to accept Māori, Pākehā has to accept Māori first before they will accept you know Pacifica mm. you know it had to be you know so yeah, so they, they, I've attended a lot a of food options. Yes, right. yeah. So you know they they would you know the government would do um, things for Te Reo, mm. which then Pacifica could be piggyback to mm. do you know Samoa and Tonga and, and and all that. But I think um, there were times that maybe um, there were other people that thought otherwise or whatever. Um, that was you know coming through the eighties and stuff, but. It's good to see now that mm. I think there's the, a lot more understanding and knowing that you've got to have bi biculturalism first before mm. you can have multiculturalism. They talked a lot about multiculturalism as I was going, you know, going through, um, you know, working for a government department and them trying to teach it. But then they realised, you know, people have got to understand the treaty first and you know, uh, you know yeah. how it impacts their life and it's not just a. A thing that comes out, you know, now that we're heading through to Waitangi Day, it yeah, just—it's yeah. not just—it's part of the makeup of New Zealand. Yeah. It is part of who you are as a New Zealander, you know. And so, if you don't understand that, that, you know, you've got to understand it. Understand yeah. it. And that's yeah. why I think it's important for Pacifica to know that that's to respect right. Maori first, because we're in Aotearoa. That's right. And if we can't get it right with Maori, then how the hell are they going to get it right with any of us? That's right. Yeah. And, and that's that's, that's the environment, or, or that's where we yeah. came from, what yeah. we saw worked and didn't work. Yeah. You know, for from the years of being there, you know, at Hui's and and going to lots of different things. You know, you think, hmm. and I think now they still have. You know, maybe I don't know, but about a conflict. Know. I think yeah. the thing was I I told the um, my parents about it and how um, you know how we're all still in our own communities still. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Tongans stick to Tongans, Samoan and Maori same as us. We all stick in our communities, and it's kind of turned to thing. I said, why why didn't you guys? Why weren't we there during Dawn Wedge? Why didn't our people help? And mm. he said, well, we're still fighting our own fights. Mm. We still had heaps of shit we were having to worry yeah, about. You know, yeah. we still didn't have any land back at the time. Mm. So it's like we're all just fighting. Fighting. Fighting for our right Hungry to be here. Yeah. And but can I just say, they were nice Māori. You. You're yeah. Māori into it. I know. <laughs> you're here, you're I'm here. I'm a mess I'm of one world. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. She's just going to get to, you know, you, but you know your, your connections. Yeah. To yeah, 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 yeah. But no, best of both worlds. Your home everywhere yeah. you go. Period. <laughs> 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 okay, 
Okay, we need to finish off. But um, thank you so much, Martha. I'm going to be seeing you in a few hours' time anyway to come over to my nana's house. But I love you so much, and thank you for sharing your stories and just sitting with us today. And yeah, it was so such a beautiful learning experience for me, and very graceful. It's such a tongue thing. You're so graceful the way you sit and portray and speak it's such a nice for me like, <laughs> it's love, so nice. yeah it's so <laughs> loving it's such a nice way to be talked to <laughs> honestly i've always thought that about my father i'm just like ah, oh, yeah he's a nice yeah. <laughs> friendly not, islands yeah it's not as fiery and come at you like marty and yeah. we need right. both yeah yeah but that's you that's me. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you, Martha. But thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Lovely to meet you guys. Yes, lovely. lovely to yeah. meet me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Yeah, thank I'll you so much. Later. That's the end of our episode. And we will see you. Oh, that's... Of our last one. Our last episode. Yeah. Amazing. Kakitano. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Oh. See you later. Under the Fariki. Great episode. Later. <laughs> <laughs>